0: This is the Ask a Photographer podcast, answering your photography-related questions about general photography, workflow, editing, business, and marketing. To submit a question, go to beblino.com forward slash ask. Hello and thank you for listening. My name is Mike, and I'll be answering a user-submitted question every week about photography And today's question is from Tony. And Tony's asking, should I use ads in my photography business? I've been in business for just over two years. Word of mouth has worked very well for me. But I was wondering, will online advertising work for my portrait photography business and help me get more customers? Hey, Tony, thanks for your uh, question. And that's excellent that you've got word of mouth working for you. That is one of the best and cheapest way of getting new customers. That's really really good that uh, you've got people rec- recommending you and you know what the thing is when that happens your job is a lot easier to get the client so good on you. Now one thing I should note is that as you increase your prices, this um, word of mouth can actually uh, dry up and what I mean by that is is that if you're charging you know let's say, $500 for a portrait session, hypothetically speaking, and as soon as you raise your prices to, say, $800 um, the following year or the, the following season, those previous customers will be referring you to their friends and family for that lower price point, and when they come to you, they'll go, oh, hang on, price is a lot more, and then they'll have to weigh up if... Um, if it's still a good fit for them. There's nothing wrong with you increasing prices and it's definitely recommended because as we start off and, and we progress through our uh, journey of becoming a better photographer and a better business person, we need to do that. That will eventually, I guess, dry up to a certain degree. You mentioned about will ads work in your photography business and short answer is yes, it will. There's, there's a couple of things you, you, you should be aware of. Uh, One, it can get quite expensive depending on uh, the type of ads that you do. And today we'll be talking about Google Ads and um, Facebook Ads. The other thing is that um, you could be attracting the wrong type of clientele. So you need to set up your ads correctly. Some of the pros that you're going to get from having ads. Now, mind you, these ads can run 24 hours a day, be targeted to a particular demographic uh, in your area and it can attract more customers than what your current referral base is giving you so you can you know cast a wider net uh, maybe just in your town or even could be even you know the 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 neighboring town and so on and so forth the other thing is that you can create brand awareness by having ads running and we'll get to the um retargeting in a second but that's basically adding A little bit of code to your website and so every time somebody goes to your website they will receive ads that follow them around the internet which sounds very very creepy but it is very effective for brand awareness so the two ads that we will be talking about is Google AdWords and Facebook Ads now Google Ads have been around for quite a while and they are a bit more expensive now Facebook Ads slightly cheaper and they, you can get a little bit more targeted with your types of ads that you do create. So with the Google Ad, as you know, you go into Google, you type in a keyword. It may be New York portrait photographer, and you'll get all the results come up. And the t- first top three results are the Google Ads. They come up because of just the the keywords that you put in your search engine. So for you to get started with Google AdWords, it is absolutely free. You can and basically. What happens is that um, when you do log in to your account, you can create ads and you know be up and running within 24 hours or so. Now the ads are charged on a per-click base and it's based on how much you're bidding for a particular keyword. And so say for instance you've got you know, New York Portrait Photographer, New York Family Photographer, New York Seniors Photographer. Now, say, for instance, we're targeting for these type of keywords, you'll also have other people that are targeting for the same keywords and therefore a a bid or a bidding war or bids will will, uh, will come into play here. And, you know, ads could be as cheap as 20 cents per click or up to, you know, five or eight dollars in some cases. Uh, it just depends on time of year and how many people are actually bidding for that. So, the The thing is is that you can actually set a limit as to how much you want to spend per day and also per ad or keyword click and so that's something you should be mindful of um, and with any ads you know you you should probably put a portion of maybe a session or even your monthly spend um, for ads and it could be you know I can't tell you how much that's going to be but you know that they'll be dependent on how much you're earning and you know something small as um, $100 a month can actually get you quite a lot of ads and um, views from from the public now with Facebook ads it's uh, slightly different where you um, can can target two different types of people and if you say for instance target the the people that like your page it's going to be a lot cheaper than if you were say to try to find uh, new customers. So Facebook uh, rewards you by, by targeting your um, your followers. So with the Facebook ads, and, and I do like uh, Facebook ads, I'm not going to say better than, uh, than Google ads because I've had a lot more success with Google ads. But what I do find, there are certain times that I want to target a particular promotion to a small demographic. And what that would mean is um, I've got a Maybe a, a particular mini session or a session or whatever it may be, a special for my wedding photography business, where I want to target particular group of people between the ages of 23 and 35 that may have two children and that uh, are interested in dollar explorer or pets or something like that, and. You're able to do that and you're able to to target a specific group of people which is excellent whereas with Google ads you're kind of throwing a wide net out um you can target locations and and that's you know locations and also the keywords but you're going quite um, uh, quite specific here with with the facebook ads and you know the fact that you can pick age groups and and uh, where do people live, and, and so on and so forth. And that also depends on how much information they've entered into Facebook, and that's what that's based off. If you were to just blanket display an ad for, say, you know, the next couple of towns, um, the, the neighboring towns, and, you know, you, you just want to say people that have kids, well, then you're going to have, you're going to throw a wider net um, of people you're going to try to um, target. But, the fact that they're not your followers, it will cost you a little bit more, and it could be anywhere depending on how many people click on your ad. Um, it could be anywhere from you know fifty cents to one to two dollars. Which some of the uh, unsuccessful ads that I've had, I've I think I I would have had like four or five people only click, and therefore a click became two or three dollars. Whereas other ads, and the more that people engage with your ads and share them and and, and and like them, you get more reach, meaning that you get a lot more people seeing your ad and, um, you know, they'll somewhere in the 70 cents or even, I think, 60 cents. So a little bit more um, better cost-effective in, in that regard. So with these ads, you just have to be mindful of what you want from your customers or prospective customers. Now, driving people to... Just your main page is probably not really the best thing to do. Um, there's a time, there's a time and place where you may want to do that, and um, and we'll get into a little bit of that uh, when we talk about retargeting. But if we've got an ad, say for instance for a autumn mini session, well, what you should do is create a land, what is known as a landing page. And this is, if you're using WordPress, um, it is just like creating a regular page. You know, you can put a photo, text, pricing, and all that. Uh, information that's necessary for the special offer and uh, you can set the template to landing page and what they will do is remove the menu items from the top. Now pros and cons here <laughs> if you haven't got enough information for the client to want to book with you they're just going to hit the back button okay so they're going to go there and go what is this page and then back out. If you've got So the menu along the top where it it looks like a a regular uh, page or blog post, the prospective customer has the ability to go, okay, well, I've got information here from this portrait session. Let me go see what else is available. And, you know, they may look at your portfolio. They may, you know, look at your about page, which is why it's very important that when you create a landing page, you give all the information that's needed. You know, you give examples of your work, you um, ask them a call to action so a cta meaning that you ask them to do something and that could be submit or uh, sorry to get in contact with you or enter some information if you're doing a competition whatever it may be but what you need to do is think about exactly what you want to offer your customers and put as much information as possible on the one page because as soon as they start moving around the website. Um, they can lose track of what they're doing and then eventually, you know, close a browser or back out. So just be mindful of of how you set up your landing page. Now, I did mention about uh, retargeting and what retargeting is, is just another way of serving ads to prospective customers. And what this is, is that you have a small bit of code and both Google and Facebook allow you to put a little bit of code on your website. So as soon as somebody go to your web page and they surf around and they leave it goes into a list of people and you have to I think have a minimum of 100 or 200 depending on the um, the ad network and this list of people you can serve ads to and these ads can be uh, you know segmented so let's say you had, uh, people come to your web page, and they and you've got a couple of sections, and it could be uh, portraits, newborns, and um, weddings. And you want to target everybody that does that. Sorry, everybody that's come into your portrait page and had a look around there. You can actually send ads to them in Facebook or even around the internet. Like if they go to a um, a website, that could be a news website or whatever it may be. And you, you would have seen ads on the sidebars or along the top. And you can have an ad that's targeted specifically for that. So if I went to your portrait page, you can serve ads to me that are for a new special or a new mini session. And these ads are generally, um, actually, no, not, they're both text as well as um display ads so the pictures now i mentioned before why would you well instead of sending people directly to a page uh specific for for a an offer you can send them to your web page now um when you haven't got any offers it's good for branding and just for getting you know people to to see your offers or your your branding more and more and more so the more we see something you know it's why coca-cola and and mcdonald's and hungry jackson all those places constantly doing ads is branding so when you're wanting something to eat regardless if it's healthy or not the first thing you think is you know these brands because you've seen so much of them and the same thing applies to us as photographers there's so many photographers and you and you know the more you get yourself in front of uh prospective clients the 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 better it's going to be for you. Now, retargeting ads, as I alluded to before, you add a a bit of code to your website. And if you're using WordPress, uh, you would go to your theme settings and then header scripts. Now, I'm actually going to add a link to both Google AdWords and Facebook ads in in the show notes. So you can go to their their, um, respective pages and sign up if you like, and just um, follow the the tutorials that they have, which are very basic, but they get you up and running, and they will show you how to grab the code and put it onto your web page, and that that will get you started. Now, the sooner the sooner you have these little bits of code on your web page, the um, the better, because you'll be um, every time somebody goes to your webpage, you, they'll be counting as, um, as somebody coming to your webpage and there'll be a little small cookie that'll be added to their browser so you can target them later. And um, in regards to the cookies, these cookies are there until they, the, the customers would clear their browser cache or get a new computer or whatever it may be. So, you know, one day you, you may have a few hundred people and then the next week it could be a lot less because a lot of people may have cleared their cache. And I know there's a few people that actually do deliberately um, avoid uh, cookies and also clear their cache after every browsing session. But, you know, that's not a big thing because the, the, the majority of people would actually not even know about uh, the browser cache anyway. So one thing I should uh, note is that you should also be using Google Analytics which is a free service. To do this, um, it, it is re- relatively simple. I'll add a, um, a link in the show notes. The reason you should be using Google Analytics is to work out where all your customers are coming from, how long they're staying, what pages are they on. I mean, even if you're not doing ads, that's something you should be using regardless. It also will help you, uh, especially with, if you're using ads, from the different networks, so like from Google or from um, Facebook, to see where people are coming from and, and what page they're landing on and where are they going to after, which is very important. You know, if if you're um, having people that are staying for literally seconds and then uh, hitting the back button, you know, that's not good because, um, you know, we, we want people to stay on our website as, as long as possible. So, you know, Google Analytics gives you a lot of information That can help you adjust your pages uh, based on uh, what the analytics would tell you. Uh, One of the features I do like is the uh, the user flow, um, where it shows you. A page that someone lands on and where the next page they go go to and, and so on and so forth until they leave your website which is awesome because you can see where they've gone you know you know have they come in through my uh, main page have they gone to my about page did they go to the contact page and then the did they go to my portfolio and did they go back to the contact and you can kind of see you know the way they go which is i know it's all very creepy but uh, it's necessary thing to do now with, um, with business. so, so there, there you go, Tony, I hope that answers your question and and uh, good luck if you are considering using the ads from the different ad networks such as Google AdWords and Facebook. I know that I've used both and have had uh, you know some some mixed, mixed results, but I think it's one of those things where you can't just put money in and expect it to work. You've got to actually use Google Analytics, kind of test these things so just be wary of that so thanks for your question and hope that helps if you have a question that you'd like featured on the show go to biblino.com forward slash ask to submit your question i'd love to hear what you think of the show by going to itunes or stitcher and giving me a review and a rating and don't forget to subscribe so you get notifications of new episodes thanks for listening until next time get out and take more photos oh look it's a cat in front of a sunset